Hello, and welcome to episode one of five of Outside the Game, a sports podcast that doesn't care about the score. I'm Jamie McCallum, and I'll be your host for this series of podcasts. Outside the Game is definitely a sports podcast, but it's a sports podcast that doesn't really care about who won or who lost, doesn't really care about who's the greatest of all time in any given sport. It's a sports podcast that's going to explore sports stories that are outside the game, as the title suggests. So let's get into episode one, the NBA and mental health. Let's go. So in my opinion, the NBA and its players should really both be commended for their strong approach to mental health. Let me just give you a little bit of background about the NBA and its involvement, its recent involvement with mental health. First of all, I would say mental health in the NBA kind of has two main spokespeople, if you will. The first is Kevin Love, and the second, DeMar DeRozan. Both of these players have been very open about their struggles with mental health. The Kevin Love story came out when he wrote an article in the Players' Tribune, which, as most of you probably know, is a news publication where all of the articles are written by, are written by athletes themselves. And in that article, he basically went through and described his own struggles with mental health over the years. And in that story, he told uh, the readers of a time when he literally had a panic attack during an NBA game. And ever since then, Kevin Love has done a lot of media interviews. He hasn't backed away from what he said. And he's really championed this idea of everybody is going through something. And if you are, you're probably better off talking about it with somebody, anybody, rather than keeping it to yourself. In the case of DeMar, he became involved with mental health in, and the NBA in a less official way. So while Kevin Love wrote an article in the Players' Tribune, which gets a lot of traffic, DeMar simply posted a tweet late one night saying something along the lines of, this depression got the better of me. And a lot of us know that at the time, DeMar was going through a lot. I believe his dad was having some health issues. Um, him and his, him and the mother of his children were going through a separation. So there was a lot on his plate. And he decided to let the world know, let his Twitter followers know, that he wasn't doing too well at the time. Now, we, we've all been there when we have a feeling and we just decide to share it on social media. And sometimes we may regret it after. Or sometimes we might even delete the post. Um, but what really impresses me about Damar was that he didn't shy away from that Twitter post. He took interviews. He continued to talk about it. And much like Kevin Love, the two of them talking about this stuff 
will make it easier for others to do so in the future. So now let's just listen to a short clip from Kevin Love. So Kevin, you are now the new face of mental health in the NBA. How does that feel? At first, uh, it was a little scary. Um, I think from, from, you know, suffering with anxiety and depression for a long time into having my first panic attack on, on November 5th and not really knowing what that meant to, to fast forwarding being here now, it's changed my, my frame of mind. And it really, I really do believe in, in, in writing my piece that everybody is going through something. So knowing that it doesn't discriminate and knowing that I'm trying to change the stigma, not only for, you know, people in sports, but all over. And I remember talking to my agent and he said, are you sure you want to do this? Because a lot of people are going to talk about it. I said, Jeff, I don't know if anybody will, but you know, just understand I'm trying to help people. He goes, I get it. If you help one person, you help one kid, could be absolutely life-changing and groundbreaking for that kid. So I also want to play you guys now just a short clip from DeMar, just to let him speak for himself a little bit here. I think, you know, um, have it be something that, you know, I know a lot of people shame to talk about it. You know, even myself for a long period of time, you know, people wonder why I was such a quiet guy. You know, um, and that was part of, you know, not wanting to speak out about it and not wanting other people to know exactly what I was going through. But, you know, you get to, to a certain age and, you know, where you feel like it's all about helping others. It's not about you just being a selfish person about the things you're going through. Other people are going through stuff as well. You know, if you could share that and put that on the forefront, it may could help somebody. Whether if it's one person or hundred or thousand, you know, I, I just finally got to that point to where, you know, it's time for me to say something. So at this point, you may ask, why is this so important? Why is the fact that two prominent NBA players, active NBA players, they are definitely have a lot of games left to play in them. Why is this so important that they are speaking publicly about their own struggles with mental health. I already mentioned this, but I think one of the main positive outcomes of this is that it will make it easier for other people to do the same thing. In a lot of ways, Damar and Kevin Love are pioneers. And I think that there's, there's a segment of the population that look at these two players as being weak as being weak mentally. Um, but to me, that totally misses the mark. I actually think it's quite the opposite. I think that DeMar and Kevin are two of the strongest people in the league because it takes a lot of courage to come out and speak about these things, especially when you're a public figure. It takes a lot of courage to show your vulnerability. And that's what DeMar and Kevin have done and that's why it's important. I also think it's important because there is this perception out there that if you're an athlete, you're an alpha male, you're not supposed to show weakness, you're only supposed to show strength. But the fact that Damar and Kevin did this sort of flips that narrative on its head. But the other part about it, this is men and mental health. I think a lot of times men are taught from a young age to sort of keep things to themselves, to keep things bottled up, to quote-unquote man up. So again, I think it's always hardest for the first people to do something. 
but I really think that Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan will inspire people to follow in their footsteps and to seek help if they're going through something. We always hear about injuries when it comes to sports, right? You got an ankle sprain. You tore your ACL. These physical injuries have been around forever in sport. But something that hasn't really been examined is the mental side of sports. And this is mostly because people are afraid to talk about it. I am sure that in the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, players had mental health issues. But they were taught to hold it in, to deal with it by themselves, and to just have a stiff upper lip. The other reason I think that Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan are important is because it, it made me think about Anthony Bourdain. And when he committed suicide not too long ago, I think a lot of the public's reaction was, oh, this guy had it all. Look at his dream job. He traveled the world. He met amazing people. He ate amazing food. What could he possibly be depressed about? But again, I think that that's the thing with depression and mental health issues. It doesn't really matter how much money you have. Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan are both millionaires. They live in mansions. They don't have to worry about money. But it kind of just goes to show that it's, it's the old saying, money can't buy happiness. And you see that with Kevin Love. You see that with DeMar DeRozan. You see that with Anthony Bourdain. You see that with Kate Spade. So in my mind, I just think moving forward as a society, employers really should have ways for their employees to seek help for mental health issues. You know, we give sick days, we give personal emergency days if your basement gets flooded. But at this point, I don't think every employer has mental health provisions in place for their employees. And just to give you guys some news here, I did read that because of Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan, the NBA Players Association, Association has hired Dr. William Parham as its first director of mental health and wellness. And the league has announced that it will be hammering out a comprehensive mental health policy. And this will be a priority moving forward. So to me, when I see the NBA you know, supporting and embracing players like DeMar and Kevin and really listening to them and really acting on what they're doing. To me, that makes it an easy league to root for. And the NBA has always been, from what I can tell, one of the most progressive leagues out there. And to me, that's so, so important in this day and age. I actually found a piece in the Washington Post by Tim Bontemps. And in the piece, he sort of laid out the case for the NBA as one of the most progressive leagues out there. And he listed three things, I guess four things. The NBA is the first league to have an openly gay player. It's the first league to have a female full-time assistant coach. I think this was a few years ago. It planned on having hosting its all-star game in Charlotte. But after some troubling anti-LGBT legislation was passed in that state, they actually pulled the game from Charlotte. And if that doesn't send a strong message about where they stand when it comes to gay rights, LGBT rights, then I don't know what does. 
The third thing the article mentioned was the LA Clippers had a bigot as an owner, essentially, Donald Sterling. And this was basically made known to everybody. And the league just got rid of him. They banned him from the NBA, essentially. So again, first openly gay player, first female full-time assistant coach, pulled the All-Star game from Charlotte, got rid of a bigoted owner, and now they're doing this mental health stuff. So it really seems like the NBA is trying its best to be progressive, to be tolerant, to have a focus on diversity and inclusion. And to me, I think that's great. It also doesn't hurt, I might add, to have players like LeBron James at the forefront and Steph Curry, you know, who are refusing to visit Trump in the White House, for example. These players have a conscience. They tend to do the right thing, in my opinion. And the fact that they are, you know, probably the two biggest stars in the league, that definitely helps. So yeah, to me, the NBA is in a, is in a very good place. You know, Major League Baseball, they've had the steroids issue for a while now. The NFL is going through its own stuff. Sexual assault allegations, concussion, controversy. You know, many parents don't want their kids to play football these days. And that's an issue for the NFL. So this is all to say, I'm a little bit biased because I love the NBA. But I really think that the NBA is in a great place right now. I recently saw a stat that said LeBron James has more Instagram followers than the top 10 most followed NFL players combined. And the NBA's official Instagram account has a larger audience than the NFL, the MLB, and the NHL put together. Shout out to Tom Haberstroh for those stats. So to me, the NBA, it already has a great on-court product. We know that. And the fact that it's progressive and with the times and really embracing players like Kevin Love, like DeMar DeRozan. I think that that will do wonders for the league moving forward. And if you guys haven't already checked it out, Jackie McMullen from ESPN, one of the great sports writers out there, she recently published a five-part series on the NBA and mental health. And in it, DeMar and Kevin are figured prominently, for sure. But there are also other players I want to say maybe five other NBA players who on the record detailed their own struggles with mental health. So when we look back on this as a historical moment, I think that Kevin Love and DeMar DeRozan will be the OGs of this moment. They will be the people who got the ball rolling and who helped others. And sure, they'll be remembered for being great players. In the case of Kevin Love, an NBA champion, DeMar, that's still to be determined. But really, I think that their lasting impression might be this stuff. And I think if you were to ask them, they might tell you that this stuff means more to them than the game. That the fact that they can help people, the fact that they can help young people, young men, young male athletes and female deal with their own problems in a healthy, open way, my guess is that might mean more to them than NBA championships. So that'll do it for this episode of Outside the Game. Stay tuned for episode two coming up. Take care.